Hey, I'm Amber. And I'm Becca. And this is Forward Farming. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the official episode one of Forward Farming Podcast. Woo! Woo! We are super excited to bring this to you guys. We have a lot of fun ideas and some that are just kind of crazy, but I hope you guys like it and roll with it. Because that's all we do is um, we just roll with the punches. And our official hashtag is hashtag blast this mess. <laughs> if you could have seen all of the struggles that we went through just to get a one minute and 36 second clip up on a podcast, whoo! It's a miracle we're still here. And uh, I would like to thank Bushlight for getting me to today because without them, without you. I'd be a bigger mess. So cheers. <laughs> so we thought it would be fun to kind of do some highs and lows of our week um, since we'll be releasing an episode every week, hopefully. Hopefully. Um, hopefully. <laughs> Um, so Amber, do you want to start? You can, I don't care if you do a high or a low first, whatever you feel like doing. Uh, let's start with a low because let's get that out of the way. Okay. It was really hot this week. Like I was just standing outside and I don't know if you know this about me, but my knees sweat so bad. I like nothing else on me sweats except my knees and my shins. It's disgusting. <laughs> I don't know why. But I was just standing outside doing nothing, and, like, my jeans from my knees down were just soaking wet. <laughs> That's disgusting. I Probably saw- more than you ever needed to know about me. <laughs> I saw it on Instagram. I was just like, That's so strange. That's me in a nutshell. Uh, so it was really hot, and I'm kind of glad we're getting this rain right now. Um, I don't think we're getting as much as you, Becca, but um, this really took the humidity out of the air for us up here. So um, I saw today that you guys got hit pretty hard. How much rain did you guys end up getting? Yeah, that that will be my low. We've gotten over three inches so far. I haven't looked in probably half an hour, um, but it's still raining. I don't know if you can hear that, but um, yeah, so that's my low, over three inches. We needed rain, but not that much rain. Like, yeah. I just picked up some calves and I came home and everything was flooded. So it's great. Well, hopefully the heat tomorrow will soak it back up and the heat next week. It doesn't seem like it's going to stop. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It's not so much the heat, you know, it's more the humidity. I think that's a very Midwestern thing to say. It is. It wouldn't be so bad if it wasn't for the humidity. God darn it. <laughs> or like in the wintertime, it wouldn't be so bad if it wasn't windy out. Don't you know? Uh, anyway um so it was a high for you this week um I think my high was um we just picked up two more calves today so that was exciting um I had to drop the kids off with my parents for the weekend because Joey and I both have to work um like all weekend so they're watching them and while I was over there I picked up two calves from some friends so they're really cute Hopefully they're dry soon. <laughs> so Becca, I don't know if you know this, but I don't know anything about cows. So 
I hear you there, have a so, preferred brand of cow. Is that what you call them? A brand? <laughs> a breed. <laughs> Do you have a preferred brand of cranberries? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Ocean so, spray, uh, duh. <laughs> duh. Yeah, I should have known. Brown Swiss, it's pretty much the only breed you need to know about. So, okay. And they're the ones that make the chocolate milk. Yes. Yes. Good. Um, They're brown and they're really cute. Perfect. So, I won't even go into any of the other breeds. I don't need to know. All right. Cool. All right. What was your high? Um, My high was getting this podcast up and running and having like a stable enough internet connection to like actually see you moving and not freezing up and yeah, good. I'm excited for that. I don't know if it'll last, but we're going (laughs) to roll with it it for right now. (laughs) I was a little worried. So if you're listening to this, uh, it's Thursday and we just played our milk flip cup before this. And like a couple of minutes after we started the live, Amber just disappeared. (laughs) And I was like, Okay, this is great. Um, but you came back. You lost, but you came I, back. I came back and I lost in a big way. <laughs> you were pretty close. You only had one cup left. So. I did. I spilled yeah. half of a cup down my face. So <laughs> I don't know if you could see that with my terrible internet, but it happened. So my shirt's just soaking wet with milk oh, right now. I'm going to have to so. go back and watch that. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a beautiful moment. Oops. All right. Um, so... Let's do a goal for the week. What's your goal for this next week? Uh, playing off my loss or my, is that what it's called? <laughs> my low. <laughs> I'm going to try not to melt uh, like Frosty the Snowman this next week. It's supposed to be just as hot, just as humid, like upper 80s, 90s through the weekend into next week. So I'm hoping I still have legs and they don't melt off. Uh, that would, that'd be pretty terrible. Yeah. I honestly haven't even been looking at the forecast anymore. Cause I don't it's hot. Know. That's all I need to know. Yeah. What is your goal, Becca? Um, so my goal, my short term goal is to have it stop raining soon so I can get down and bed all the calves. Cause I'm sure they're a disaster down there. They, Oh my god, the the wind was blowing so much that like rain was just kind of shooting into the barn when I was down there before. So yeah. it's probably sloppy down there. Um and then I guess my goal for the whole next week is to make it through the heat, kind of like you, yeah. and get all the cows and the calves through the heat because it it takes a toll on them. Yeah. So is there anything that you do in particular to help keep them cool or just like turn some fans on and keep an yeah, eye on all them? The, the barns um, for our milk cows all have big fans, and then we've got like a sprinkler system in our holding pen, so when they're milking, they are getting cooled. Then for the calves, um, they're on sand bedding, which is pretty nice, and uh, we do electrolytes and just make sure they have plenty of water. Um, and then the calves down at my house, um, we've got fans on them and stuff, but I've got 90 calves on the dairy, so that would be hard to have fans on all of them. <laughs> That's a lot of babies. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So today, Amber's in the hot seat. We're going to get to know her. Um, so I, don't, I guess if you just want to like talk about yourself for a while, I've got some fun questions at the end, but um, tell, tell me about yourself. Well, you see, I was born on a blizzardy, blizzardy <laughs> day back in December. 
Um, <laughs> but I am a fifth generation cranberry grower, in case you didn't know that. Um, I'm in West Central Wisconsin. I don't like to give my exact location um, because I don't like having people ask me for tours and stuff. So like, I don't want you knocking on my door and being like, hey, can I go see the cranberries? Because I'm going to say no. Uh, <laughs> so I, I can't have a tour then? Or? Uh, That's cool. If you bring That's your cool. kids, I'll let your kids come through, but you're not allowed. <laughs> All right. I'm out. Bye. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I grew up on the marsh. Um, it comes through my mom's side of the family. So, um, we were founded back in 1918 and we started with just 11 acres of cranberries, um, back in the day. And then we are now up to 230 acres of just straight cranberries. We can't really grow anything else out here just because our soil is so terrible for other crops. Um, so we have a really acidic, uh, soil out here. It's a very like white sand. Um, so like if we tried to plant corn or soybeans or anything like that, it won't take to the soil that we have. So cranberries really thrive in this type of soil. Um, fun little fact, cranberries are one of three native fruits to the United States or North America, along with the blueberry and Concord grape. So they are just grown naturally out in the wild here. Um, so we found a way to cultivate them and then produce, like turn them into a large crop that we have today. Um, so 230 acres, my dad married into the family business. Um, so he knew nothing about farming when he started and he just kind of picked everything up along the way. Um, and right now I'm working alongside my dad. I have an older cousin that's on the marsh still. Um, I started working on the marsh like three and a half years ago now full-time. Um, and now my husband, Dan, is working out on the marsh too. So he saw how much fun I was having and he's like, hey, I want to do this too. So um, that's fun. It, it's a lot of fun working alongside family, um, especially when we get along so well. Um, but when I was little, I grew up with just like my dad's shadow. Everywhere he went, I went with him. And um, like some of my earliest memories revolve around helping him out on the marsh. So in the springtime, we have what's called frost watch. And if you follow me on Instagram, you've heard me probably complain about this quite a bit. <laughs> um, so the cranberries are a perennial plant. So when they start coming out of dormancy in the springtime, um, we really have to protect the developing buds that are developing. <laughs> Uh, so when it gets cold at night, um, we have to turn on an irrigation system to help protect those buds so that running water actually generates heat. Um, so it keeps the buds warmer than the air temperature, which is what we're looking for. So we have four different shifts throughout the night. And I remember when I was young, my dad had the really terrible shift. I think it was like midnight to two o'clock or two o'clock to four o'clock, something like that. And, um, on the weekends, he would wake me up and I would go downstairs and he would have on like some terrible movie. Like I remember watching like the black and white Godzillas and like, you know, weird movies like that. Um, and then he would kind of pick me. I would always fall asleep because I'm a sloth. Um, I sleep like constantly whenever I can. So he would wake me up and he just like bundle me up in a blanket, carry me out in the truck. And then we just go drive around and check the sprinklers and stuff. So um, those are really fun memories for me. And now like last year, I was riding around with him again, except I'm doing it as my job and not being able to sleep through it. So we still, <laughs> we still watch really terrible movies. Um, I think the best one we watched was Attack of the Killer Donuts. 
It's a thing. <laughs> is, that, is that on Netflix or? No, it was on like one of the bad HBO channels. Uh, so it was actually like donuts attacking. I'm not going to spoil it, but watch it. <laughs> if it's ever on TV, just watch it oh and then gosh. and thank me later because it's, it's, I don't know how it didn't win an Oscar, honestly. Like it was yeah, just. Yeah, it sounds thrilling. So good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I grew up doing all that stuff with him. And then through high school, I worked during the summers out here, uh, pulling weeds. I'd have a bucket and I would go out in the beds and I would pull a little maple leaf or maple trees uh, all day long, eight to five every day. Uh, my parents told me it would build character and it <laughs> built something, all right? <laughs> um, so through all that, I decided to come back eventually. Um, my parents were great enough to encourage me to go out and do something else if that's what I wanted to do. Uh, so I went to school for sports management. I wanted to work in baseball in the worst way. And I did for a couple years. And then I realized after living in a big city, that wasn't what I wanted to do. That wasn't where I belonged. And every time I would come home, I just felt like that pull, like I knew that's where I wanted to be. Um, my bad. <laughs> so I just, uh, I pretty much had to beg them like, hey, I want to come back home. Is there room for me here? And uh, my mom was a little hesitant. She didn't think I would be up for the challenge. And my dad was more than willing to have me back. So thankfully, thankfully my dad won that argument. And uh, here I am. Uh, so I live in a town, outside of a town of 300 people. Um, so I'm literally next to nothing. Um, so I'm just surrounded by my family, my husband, my dog and my cat. <laughs> and uh, that's kind of my life in a nutshell. I live, breathe, and eat cranberries all day long. And okay, so cranberries are like Wisconsin's the top producer of cranberries, right? Correct. Is that just, you think, because of the soil? Like that just in your area? Is that where like the majority of cranberries are, are made or are they all over Wisconsin? Yeah, they're kind of throughout Wisconsin. So mostly like in central Wisconsin, it's a hot spot. Um, so like our, our village, it's not even a town. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> it sounds so like, so old, like our village, our, we're village people. <laughs> we need to churn butter out here. <laughs> Want me to send you a cow? You can have a milk cow. <laughs> yeah. Yes, please. <laughs> as long as a chocolate milk cow. Um, okay, I can do that. <laughs> yeah, so Wisconsin is great um, for cranberries because we the cranberries need like three main things to thrive. So they need the really acidic soil. They need all four seasons. So they need like that cold winter for dormancy. They need really hot summers. They need the cool springs. They need fall. Um, so you need that. And then they also need a lot of water. Uh, so we're in, to top it all off, we live in a swamp. <laughs> so, <laughs> So they need a lot of water. So we have a lot of, we have a really high water table out here as well. So we have a lot of um, ponds and reservoirs that we use to help with irrigation. And then in the fall when we're flooding and in the winter too. So all that water is always being used and recycled throughout the year. So um, that's why this area is really hot for it. There's also some up in Northern Wisconsin and then um, mostly in West Central Wisconsin is kind of the main spots for it. Um, but other top producing states, Massachusetts, New Jersey, um, Washington State is another big one. 
I think Canada is in the Cranberry game now too. Um, so yeah, Wisconsin produces over half the world's supply of cranberries and we're very proud of it. That's awesome. Yeah. What is your like favorite thing to do in the marsh? Oh, um, my favorite thing. There's so many, it's hard to choose. <laughs> uh, the, I, I really- when people ask me that. <laughs> Uh, I had to ask you. <laughs> oh, that's fine. Um, just off the top of my head, my favorite thing is like middle to late spring into like now, just watching everything progress. Um, so everything's like super slow um, af right after harvest and up until like May. That's when things really start to grow and develop. And like this last, what day is it? It's July 9th. So like all of July, it's been so hot and humid. And to see the development just grow so rapidly during this time when it's hot and humid. Like they love this weather. Um, lucky. I wish I loved this weather. <laughs> um, so just watch the development um, is honestly probably one of my favorite things. It's really fun to watch. They don't have kneecaps, so they're no. okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they don't, they don't get sweaty knees. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's really fun to see them develop from buds into berries within like two months is it's cool yeah it's crazy and then when do you you harvest in the fall or yeah so it takes us about six weeks to harvest everything um so we have different varieties of cranberries uh that develop at different rates so we have like an early variety like a, a normal standard variety and then a late variety so our early varieties they just um develop a little bit quicker than the other varieties um, so those are ready to go mid to end of September, and then everything else is pretty much all of October. And I think we usually try to finish up right around the first of November. So it's a lot of it's a lot of go go go. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's like any crop, mm -hmm. you know, when the For corn sure. soybeans are ready, you want to get them out. Yes. So you have a dog and a cat. I do. And your dog, I might steal, but um, go ahead. He's a gremlin. It's fine. <laughs> Okay, um, well, when you tell me your address, I won't come get him. <laughs> I'll send him in the I'll... mail, UPS. Okay. <laughs> That'd be the best Don't call PETA on me, please. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so which one's your favorite? I'm going to put you on the spot. Which, what's your favorite child? My cat. <laughs> I'm going to tell Bear. That's fine. I'm going to tell him. I've had Winnie. Uh, my cat's name is Winnie. She's the most beautiful creature I've ever met. <laughs> she is a long-haired calico cat. She hates everyone except for me. Which, That's most cats, I think. <laughs> yep. Um, I've had her for six years through like five different moves, I think. Um, and when I first started dating Dan, um, she hated him. Like when he walked in the room, she would just start growling and hissing. And up until we moved into our current house, like she just loathed him. He would feed her like, she's okay. She's a dairy cat. So you're going to love her. Like anytime we get butter out, she knows the sound of the butter drawer. She knows what the milk jug sounds like. She just, she knows. She loves ranch, sour cream, like everything. She loves all dairy things. So she loves Dan only when he has dairy. Like she will come running and like her little belly waddles when she runs. 
<laughs> and uh, yeah, she'll like lick our butter knives and it's disgusting, but it's adorable at the same time. So my cat is my final answer. I like that cat. That's a good cat. <laughs> She's cute. Okay. Well, like does is Bear like cool at all or is he just? No, I do <laughs> love Bear. I have wanted a Bernese mountain dog for the longest time. So <sighs> long time I've wanted a dog like this. So for my birthday last year, Dan surprised me with putting a down payment on a on a burner puppy and like we found the breeder and everything and we let her know that we wanted a female puppy like this spring late spring um so she so there's a litter ready um like the first part of may so uh we had we had her all picked out it was supposed to be a female and then like four weeks after we picked out our puppy we got a call from the breeder and she's like Hey, Dan, I just wanted to let you know we were doing um, pictures. I went to go pick up your dog and it had a dick. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) So Dan's like, what? How did you not notice this? And she's like, I don't know. I've been doing this for 20 years and this is the second time I've ever misgendered a dog. So if you still want him, you can have him. But if you want to wait for another litter, like, I won't be offended. And, like, Bear came from a litter of three puppies. And when he was two weeks old, he was six pounds for a puppy. (laughs) So I was like, no, I want a fat, dumb dog. Like, (laughs) I want this puppy. So when we picked him up, he immediately, he just loved Dan more than he loved me. Like, such so a you were pissed. <laughs> I was pissed. Like, I wanted a girl. <laughs> he loved Dan. He wasn't cuddly. He just chews on my hands all the time. Um, so now he is about 50 pounds, and he's almost four months old, I think. Oh, my gosh. So he's a, he's a, he's a bear. Uh, <laughs> he's still going through his teething phase, so it's just chewing on everything, barking at everything. All the fun puppy things. So maybe once he calms down, he might kind of rank up higher. But for right now, he's just a little gremlin crocodile and <laughs> he's exhausting. <laughs> poor little guy. Yeah, yeah, poor guy. <laughs> okay, we'll switch gears to Dan. Tell me more. Where'd you guys meet? Um, so we met back in 2012. Um, when I was still in college, I worked at a summer collegiate baseball team in lacrosse uh, for the loggers. And I was an intern there. I was 20 years old. And he was the PA announcer that year. And this happened to be the year that our team won the championship for the Northwoods League. And um, so he's got a real uh, public speaking voice. He's got a good voice. Um, So at the time, I didn't really like him like him. (laughs) Um, I liked him because he was able to sneak me into the bars downtown. (laughs) Uh, He, so he was good. He was good for that. (laughs) Is he going to listen to this? (laughs) Probably. (laughs) He knows this already. (laughs) Um, So when I finished school, he was down in Chicago working at a job and I was working in Iowa for another baseball team. And we happened to move back to lacrosse the same time, roughly. And he saw that I was back in town. So he sent me a message on Facebook, I think. And he saw that the Badgers were in the final four 
or he didn't see, he knew they were in the final four. And he was like, oh, let's go to the bar and watch the game and have a few beers. And I'm like, what the heck? Why is he talking to me? I don't, <laughs> I didn't think we were that good of friends. And so I, I agreed. And then I bailed on him last minute. And I'm like, I have some, I have to go back home and do, I have to work. I'm sorry. So then he asked me again to do something. And I think I bailed on him twice. And then the third time I was like, okay, well, I should probably just go <laughs> see see what he wants why is he bugging me <laughs> um so I met up with him at a bar and we had a few drinks and he wasn't as bad as I thought he was and he was just a persistent little guy <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> yeah uh so we got married January of 19 um so about a year and a half we've been married and here we are with a dog Exciting. and a cat how long has he been working with you then? Since um, this past September. So he's been here, okay. out here for not a full year yet. Very but, cool. Yeah. He's having fun. Yeah. Um, okay. So now I've got some some tough questions. All right. Let's go. Actually, this one's not that hard. If you had one superpower, what would it be? I mean, I'm already pretty super strong. <laughs> Just kidding. um i think teleportation that'd be nice it would i like to get out of here sometimes yeah and it's hard because like you i mean it doesn't like ever stop it's not like you can just like be like oh yeah my cranberries are growing and then leave yeah yeah, so Not that other you, farmers can do that. Right, you know. right. Just people assume like, oh, you're already done harvesting. Okay, you can just take off until next harvest. Like, I wish, but no. <laughs> you probably wouldn't have much of a crop to harvest if Ew. you did that. <laughs> yeah, so if I could just pop in and pop out of somewhere, that would be... That's ideal. a good one. Yeah. I like that. Thank you. Um, do you, um, have you done like the Enneagram tests? Yes. What are you? Um, I'm a six. What is that one? I don't even know. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, something like I'm, I'm the caring, nurturing one, which I'm like, no, I'm not. I don't, I'm just kidding. I don't, I do care. I'm a, I'm not super into it. What does that mean? I think it's a peacemaker. Like I don't like confrontation. Oh, um, very like introvert. I, so I like see people on Instagram talking about it all the time. So I took a couple mm-hmm. and every time I took a different test, I kept getting a different number and I'm like, well, this is kind of stupid. And, but like nine was one that always kind of popped up. And then I finally read the description of all of them. I'm like, oh yeah, that's me. <laughs> I just think they're really interesting because they're pretty spot on. Yeah. So six is the loyalist, the committed security oriented type. I'm engaging, responsible, anxious and suspicious that is definitely me <laughs> i'm like the piglet of the like group ah <laughs> uh, see yeah they're perfect yeah it's good cuz you like you can know people mm-hmm. okay next question what's your favorite movie and don't say the donut movie cuz i feel like it probably wasn't that good <laughs> um i'm always going to watch jurassic park always going to watch indiana jones I had the biggest crush on Harrison Ford. I still do, especially Indiana Jones. I don't know. Something about the hat. 
Okay, um, what's your favorite color? Green. Not you like bright think green. About it? No, like a neutral okay. green. Like a grassy green. Like a healthy grass green. <laughs> like not a flooded grass green like my lawn probably. Yeah, or the crispy grass that my lawn was today before it rained. Uh, yeah, should be nice and green by tomorrow. I hope so. Um, so if you, I mean, I guess I know you were a cranberry farmer for a little bit of time, but mm -hmm. if you left and did something else, what do you think your job would be? Um, I worked in baseball before this and, uh, that was hard. Um, but I also love wedding planning. Fun fact. Uh, so I'd probably do that. I worked at a bridal shop, <laughs> uh, for a little while and, I was really good at picking out wedding dresses for people. Uh, I started working in the prom department. And if you ever want birth control <laughs> work, it's selling prom dresses because whoo. I can uh, only imagine. So I would probably say wedding planning would be my, my next choice if farming didn't work out. I would have hired you to to plan my wedding because I did not enjoy it. <laughs> I oh, think like <laughs> sad. Yeah, I know. My mom, shout out to my mom. She like, yeah, if she wasn't helping me so much, I we would have eloped somewhere. It wasn't fun. Not for me. Oh. Okay, so Amber, I have one more question for you. Yeah. And if you get it wrong, oh, I'm no. probably like leaving the podcast. Oh no. <laughs> Tell me that that's so much pressure. <laughs> Are you ready? Is it easy? I mean, I hope so. Okay. <laughs> what is your favorite breed of dairy cattle? Um, brown Swiss. Good answer. Yay! Okay. <laughs> I paid attention. I'll stick around. Yes. <laughs> okay. Now, um, since you lost our milk flip cup challenge cup game tournament, whatever you want to talk about, you have to tell us your most embarrassing story. Okay, so, so, so um, I have a lot of really embarrassing stories. Um, so I'm going to give you the option. I have two. I have two that just haunt me in my sleep every single night. <laughs> They're both happened in high school. Um, so would you like option one or option two? Hey, give me like a keyword for each one. Just a little, little hint. Would you like concussion <laughs> or would you like face plant? <laughs> oh, they both sound so intriguing. Um, you know, I'm feeling a good face plant story. Okay. So take us back to the year of 2009 or 10. I don't remember. So what year did you graduate? Uh, a, a lady never gives away her age. Well, okay, I'm older than you, so, all right. 2010. I graduated in 2010. Yeah, young little chap. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I think I was a junior in high school when this happened. Um, I was playing softball, and I was a quick, I was a quick little kid. Uh, so, I would have to steal bases frequently. So, during this game, um, it was against our hometown rivals, so we have a lot of people in the stands for a softball game. Um, so like my entire family was there 
the kid I was dating was there. His family was there. Like everyone was there at this game, right? And whenever I played against this team, I was awful, like so bad. I no idea why they were worse than we were. I was, I was like, I was a pretty good <laughs> softball choked. player. Yeah, I just, I just always choked against them. Like they just were so bad, I couldn't play against them. Like, uh, so this day I got walked. So I'm on first base and we have a pretty good lead. So I'm not worried about doing terrible. Um, so I got the sign to steal. The entire game, I was feeling so confident. The entire game, I watched that catcher throw down to second base. And not one time did I see that second baseman make a catch at all. I did not see the catcher even make it remotely close to second base. So I was like, okay, I got this. So the pitch came and I rocked back and I took off running as fast as I could. And you know that feeling when like your body just doesn't keep up with your feet? Like you just know you're going to fall. I made it like five steps off the bag and I just fell. I fell so hard on my face. Like I think I did a scorpion. So my feet just like came over my head and I slid on my face. And like I was wearing a helmet with a face mask and that was just caked full of dirt. And then I just get hit in the back of the head so hard because I was chirping at these girls all game long. So I had it coming, but this girl just tagged me in the head so hard and I just laid in the dirt I'm like oh my god this is so embarrassing <laughs> and I this was just where it ends <laughs> this is it I'm dead I'm done <laughs> so that I was a third out to make it even worse and my coach came like running over to me because I had hurt my shoulder that year so I must have like landed on my shoulder funny he like came running over and my face was still in the dirt and he's like are you okay and I like nodded my head in the dirt and he's like is your shoulder okay? I'm like, he's like, is it your shoulder? I'm like, no, my shoulder's fine. He's like, is it just it's my pride? pride. <laughs> and I just like slowly nod my head in the dirt. And he's like, okay, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to help you up. And we're just going to pretend like you're kind of hurt. <laughs> he's like, just throw your arm around my shoulder. And I'm just going to like, kind of help you back. So if you just want to play it up and kind of limp, that's, I won't tell anybody. So I did. Uh, he he tugged me up by the back of my jersey. He just like yoink, <laughs> and I kind of limped on back into the dugout, <laughs> trying not to cry from embarrassment. And like my mom comes running down <laughs> to the dugout. She's like, "Are you okay?" And I'm like grabbing my glove. I'm like, "I'm fine, mother." <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. Uh, so that's kind of the topic of all of our family gatherings. Is a time when I fell face first. Trying to run 60 feet to second base. So did you guys win the game then? Or? Oh, oh yeah. Uh, okay. The team won. I did not win that game. And that was almost as bad as a loss as I took tonight during Flip Cup. So full circle. Uh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, thank you guys so much for tuning into this week of Forward Farming. <laughs> I... My face kind of hurts from laughing. I don't know about yours. <laughs> I'm feeling a little flush. <laughs> I'm out of beer as well, so oh, I kind of need to... We need to wrap this up. Yeah, yeah. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed getting to know Amber a little bit more. Um, next week, the tables are going to be turned, and I will be in the hot seat. Yes, and I'm super excited to ask Becca all the questions 
if you have anything that you'd like to ask Becca, shoot us a DM on Instagram, Facebook, Forward Farming podcast. Yeah. And I think too, I don't know if we want to start this next week or the week after, we're going to kind of do some questions at the end. So we'll probably post those on Instagram and Facebook a couple of days before we record them. And then mm-hmm. you can ask us anything. Yeah. And anything then you appropriate. Can, yes. Please keep it PG. We don't want to get demonetized already. <laughs> so we're um, not monetized. Maybe someday we will. Anyway, if you for want a chance to be featured, Bushlight, if you're listening, please, um, please sponsor us. Please we need you. Help us. We're poor. <laughs> help me. I'm poor. <laughs> um, anyway, <clears throat> please subscribe to our podcast. Give us a review if you like us. If you don't like us, please don't give us a review. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, I don't even care if you like us. As long as it's a five-star review, just, oops, hit it. Just, no, oops. just kidding. Not really. <laughs> like, keep it honest. Yeah, yeah. Okay. When you're done leaving us that five-star review, head over to Instagram and Facebook and follow us. It's Forward Farming Podcast. Um, and then you can follow our personal pages. I am farming with the Hildies on Instagram. And, and I am. Yep, yep. Oh. <laughs> and I'm over at Cranberry Chats. <laughs> it's hard to like not talk over people. It is. We're both so excited. Just so excited. Okay. <laughs> so thanks for tuning in, guys. And we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.